0: Hello there! Welcome to another episode of the Superview Show's Mixed Big, coming to you live once again from many different caves. As always, I am joined by an incredible star-filled panel of people tonight. What's going on, everyone? Hey! What's going on? Oh, it took me about two months to get my ass back here.
1: Allie's back! And what's going on, party people? Justin's yes.
2: here, and...
3: We have a we very special guest. who's
2: here! He's finally
1: back!
3: Yes, I'm back.
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we can have an Oscar Oscars episode without And a fan favorite,
0: Dr. Matt Hemsley.
3: Yes, I am so happy to be here.
0: Bring out the thunderous applause emojis. There we go. Yeah, he was too busy doing uh, Dr. Hemsley stuff to be, to be with us today. So to be with us. So. But he's here now. Yep. So, um, but Bill, what is our we we have a, a fun filled topic for everyone tonight? And Bill, what is our topic again? Well, the reason we brought Dr. Hemsley here is we are gonna
2: be today talking about okay, there are movies that were nominated for Best Picture. But unfortunately,
1: they didn't win Best Picture. So but it's an honor to be nominated.
2: Yes. And some of these films that we will be talking about were probably better than the one that won Best Picture.
4: Yeah.
2: So our category is Best Picture. is Okay. Movies that were nominated, but they didn't win.
4: Mm.
2: Yep. Okay, you know what? That title is super wordy. The
4: so Best Runner-Up Nominated Picture. Best, best Runner-Up.
0: Best Non-Winner. How about that? Best non-winners. Yes, the best non-winner that was nominated for best picture but didn't win. But and, they're and...
4: still winners to our hearts.
0: Yes, exactly. So um who would like to go first? Bill, would you like to go first? Or Allie? Who would
4: I I think this one's probably gonna be our long one here.
0: So get comfortable, oh. folks. Get some popcorn.
4: Grab the yes. chicken tenders and the guacamole dip, as Bruce Springsteen would say. No, he would say put it down. I'm gonna say take it. Go get it. You know,
2: put up a be- get a nice beer or a nice Coca Cola,
4: and so- like and subscribe to the Super Review Show. Okay, yes. so okay,
2: who's going so, first? Allie, you going first?
4: I I gotta get this out of the way because I have it starred. I have a double pick because hmm. they both were nominated for Best Picture and lost to the same movie. Okay. So I think we should start with Pulp Fiction.
0: Okay.
1: Oh, oh, wow.
4: Yes. Heavy hitters this, already, huh? I mean, come on! It's you have a star-studded movie right there with great action. John Travolta. I mean, a Furman, I mean Uma Thurman. <laughs> so I'm going a John in a John Travolta route, just messing up female characters. Female celebrities. Christopher Walken, too. Where you finally get that watch quote. I didn't realize that until oh I my watched God. it. And Spike Lee making this movie. No, no. Quentin Tarantino <laughs> made it. Oh, it's Quentin Tarantino. i my. sorry. I've been having I a think
1: you're, I think you're mistaken. it for do the right thing.
4: Okay, thanks. It is Quentin Tarantino. I don't know why I forgot about it. Sorry, people. <laughs> But this is one of the best Quentin Tarantino movies. And I wish he could make more movies for us.
1: Well, we're going to get at least one more. Ooh. Um, unfortunately, it sounds like he's going to be retiring after that one.
4: Aww. Yeah. But we're going to enjoy it.
1: Yes. I fully look forward to the movie critic coming out. Um, Tarantino's 10th and last film. Because he wants to have this spotless filmography which I get but at the same time if you got it flaunt it
4: so Qu- Ta- Quentin Tarantino dance again <laughs> I mean direct again but you know
1: and you got it flaunt it
4: <laughs> anything else for Pulp Fiction
1: well, um, let's let's discuss what won that year. Okay. Well, one
4: more that did not win as well that was in the same category. If you I,
1: I, I'm looking at I, that one. I, too, hey, listen, I'd I like to exactly say something about pulp fiction, fiction about. if that's okay.
4: Go for it.
2: It's my show too. um sure. is it your show. Hey, JT and I started this, so <laughs>
4: and I've taken over it. Case closed.
1: No, I okay. <laughs> we're joking, Bill. We're joking. Okay.
2: Bro, Justin, I actually watched... The first time I watched this movie was with you. I remember that. It was over... I remember your, that night. I've been wanting to watch it forever, and then it's like,
1: boom. Let's watch it. Yeah, And, and you then, know what? It is one of those movies you can just watch multiple times. It's not like one of those movies, like, say... um Uh, Schindler's List were one time's enough. This is a very watchable movie. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: And you know
2: who who I was there for the first time to watch this with? And I watched the first time with you. My brother.
1: Ah. And how did Danny Boy like it?
2: He, I don't remember. He didn't love it. I think he thought it was good, but he didn't think it was great.
1: You know what? Tarantino's style isn't for everyone. Like the whole thing, how he's obsessed with having chapters and the uh, non-chronological timeline.
4: That is the most interesting thing, though, about Tarantino. Is the chapters, the different timelines. It makes a movie stand out instead of just going straight with the movie.
1: Oh, I agree. Granted, it took me a couple of watches to really appreciate it. But we also must
2: remember we also must remember everyone's favorite Bible verse from that movie.
1: Which was a made up, mostly a made up verse, by yes. the way.
2: The righteous man. I don't remember. What for it, and I will struck down in furious anger. And they will know that my name is the Lord when I execute my vengeance upon thee. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, that's not a real verse, people. Don't look it up. And let's
4: not forget the dancing.
2: It was a teenage wedding, and the old folks wished them well. The
4: inspiration for Fall Out Boys, Uma Thurman. We wish she could
2: dance with Uma
1: Thurman. So, why didn't they sample that song instead of the monsters?
4: Okay, that's from another thing we talked about.
2: Go watch it. And yeah, I really liked I like Pulp Fiction. By the way, remember JT, we gotta do a commentary on this.
0: Yeah, just a let everyone know we're doing movie anniversary commentaries this year on our YouTube channel, so check oh, it out this movie is
4: thirty years old.
0: This movie turns thirty this year, yep.
1: I might be able to do something Friday.
0: Let me know. Or, or this or weekend's coming. Let me know, guys. All right.
1: Uh, this weekend, probably not. But Friday, I could probably do.
0: Okay, cool. Anyways, but Pulp Fiction.
4: Okay. Great movie. Amazing. But do I get to the double feature part now?
1: All right, let's do it. It's the movie that's on the other movie that I
4: lost was Shawshank Redemption.
1: Yeah, I saw that too.
4: Morgan now, that's Freeman nailed his role in this probably one of the best prison movies you've ever seen.
2: But you know what? Is it really a prison movie? Is it? Prison? It just takes place in prison.
4: Mm.
2: And? Like, people get turned off because it's a prison movie, but that's just really the setting.
4: Right.
1: Okay, then call it an alternative prison movie. I don't know.
2: (laughs) But it's not really about prison. It's about the friendship that these two men form true yeah please go oh, okay. with the white uh, shirt in the it's gift the,
1: it's shop the batman returns
3: of prison movies <laughs> i have to admit something i oh, have not seen has this to admit movie something. i have not seen the shawshank redemption it's, it. it's the it's I, the number one it's the number one movie that i feel uh embarrassed i haven't seen It's okay.
4: Oh, i've seen some of it but maybe one of these days well, another
3: movie. I, I have a list of movies that I'm embarrassed I
1: haven't seen yet. Oh me too. And my dad just found out one of them today. What was it? The Fisher King. Oh. I have no idea
4: what that
1: is. I haven't seen um, it. But that's you what know, I'm interested movie in watching. With Robin Williams and um oh gosh. It was directed by uh Terry Gilliam. Um why am I blanking on the actor's name?
4: It'll come to you.
1: The dude, um, Jeff Bridges. Thank yes. you. Yes. Wow.
4: This is why we have a real doctor here. Well, not really Sorry. A doctor, but
1: I had a brain fart.
4: I've had a brain fog for days, so don't worry, Jeff. Don't worry, the dude. We'll be back. How can forget yeah. the dude?
1: I know Jeff Bridges. <laughs>
4: Okay.
2: okay. So I mean, Shawshank
4: to, Matt has not about. seen this
2: movie, so
4: <laughs> I mean both Pulp Fiction and Shawshank, I mean you were also in a competition with Forrest Gump. Any of those three could have won.
1: Yes, the Forrest Gump ultimately won. Okay. So,
2: yeah, I just want to tack I just want to tack something onto that, Justin, if you don't mind. Um a couple of years ago, they did a. Um, they revisited controversial decisions mm-hmm. from the academy. Yeah. And they like revoted, and one of them was actually 1994. And in the revote, vote Shawshank Shank Redemption finished first. Wow. Forrest Gump finished second. And Paul Fiction finished third.
1: Wow. Yeah, but you can't exactly. Uh... Revoke the Oscar from the producers. Well,
2: no, and they, they didn't revoke it. They were doing like a if they were to vote again, what would they do? I
4: mm. mean, it's too late now,
2: but well, no, it was no
1: I mean, all three things. of these
4: movies are movies to watch regardless. Nick, it was, yes. It like, here.
1: This, this is not a case where the Oscars got it wrong. I think this is a case where the Oscars really had a tough.
4: I think
3: yeah, I think Forrest Gump is uh is a great movie and one of the best pe- best best picture winners, in my opinion. It's one if of my you... favorite movies in general.
2: Okay, Matt, since you didn't see Shawshank production. Yes. If you had to choose between Pulp Fiction and Forrest Gump, which one would you pick?
3: Forrest Gump, it's not close for me. Okay. Forrest Gump is way, way higher for me.
2: All right, Justin, you had to pick between Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump,
1: and Shawshank. So I never saw Shawshank. What? Leave? Then, <laughs> then Matt Hemsley has to leave too. Okay, <laughs> you both. I'm kidding. Please stay.
0: Order in the court, people. I don't, I don't
1: just wait right now until I tell either. Papa Earth, Justin.
4: <laughs> All right. Well, any Justin, what would you pick?
1: Um, I think I would actually go Pulp Fiction. Um, no, I is the I I like Forrest Gump. I do. I just. Find Pulp Fiction the more interesting movie. The more thought provoking, the more. Plus, I read the Forrest Gump book. It is nothing like the movie.
0: Oh, it, yes, it isn't.
1: It isn't. Oh my God. Forrest Gump in the book is an asshole. He is. And Jenny's no better. Normal Nor is Anthony. Lieutenant
2: Dan. I never read the book, but I heard of the book. The, the book characters are way more unlikable than the movie.
0: If you want to find out more, go so, go back and listen to our I, other podcast about film adaptations that the author hated.
1: I will uh yeah. They it's funny, the author of the book in his sequel book, um, the opening line was like. Don't let a movie company buy the rights to your life story or something like that.
4: (laughs) Mm. Oh, by the way, Justin. Also,
1: the famous line, my mom always saw me laugh like a box of chocolates. Do you want to know what the line is actually in the book? What? Being an idiot is no box of chocolates. Oh. Oh. Wow. And And that's one of the big lines that's repeated in the book. I'm just an idiot. Mm. All right. Allie. I'm sorry. Come on. So that lessened my love for it slightly, but I still like it and I will still watch it if it's on TV and yeah. Hey, Ali, Shawshank, Forrest Gump, or Pulp Fiction?
4: Honestly, after what you said, you made me think a lot. Because I would have said Forrest Gump until you said exactly what it is. But I feel like Shawshank stands out to me a lot more. I mean, just because of the whole friendship you actually get to see in this movie.
2: That's a good that's a good point. Oh, by the way, Justin, I told my father you've never seen Shawshank. Why?
3: Do you tell them that I haven't seen it either? I'll tell. <laughs> it's uh, an inside joke, we'll explain off camera.
4: Okay. Um, the day yeah, was Shawshank and Godfather? Wait, Godfather What? Hey,
1: I've seen The Godfather, you have Godfather, seen The Godfather right? since then.
4: I've only seen one. I haven't seen two or three yet, so
1: I've seen most of two.
4: Okay. Okay. My
1: Okay, for me,
2: it's between... Okay, like, here's the thing. I think the reason why Pulp Fiction didn't win is because I think Tarantino's type of film was still kind of new at the time. Mm. So that's... Ah, th- these are tough choices. Like,
4: You gotta make a decision. We all make decisions.
2: As much as I like Forrest Gump, I would probably pick Shawshank. Wow, Hmm. I like for I love Forrest Gump too, but I think
1: so. As you all can see, the Academy did not have an easy decision in nineteen ninety. And like, listen, there
2: are, and trust me, we'll get into some of these as the show goes on. (laughs) There were some that the Academy really screwed the pooch on.
1: Oh, we'll get to those. But this is one
2: that. It's not they screwed the pooch; they just had tough choices. Yeah, I think if you pick one of these three, no, what. no, you don't Hem- lose. Doctor Hensley, do you agree or disagree?
3: Um, well, for for me, honestly, I think they made the total right choice between Forrest Gump and Pulp Fiction, but I haven't seen Shawshank, so I don't want to make any comments about that.
4: We understand, J Man.
0: You have to choose between these three. Oh my goodness gracious me oh my. This is a tough choice for me because I've seen all three movies and I've seen them all three enough to have an interpretation of what each movie is about. So if I had to pick one I would say Shawshank and here's why. Wow. Nothing That is no disrespect to Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump is a really great movie. No disrespect to Pulp Fiction. Because I'm leaning towards what Bill said with Pulp Fiction, because Quentin Tarantino's style was very new at the time. Quentin Tarantino was a, a more was it wasn't it his first motion picture? Second, second, sorry. So he was kind of up and coming at the time, whereas Frank Darabont and Robert Zemeckis were both established directors by that point too. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of different a lot of different factors going into that decision. But if you want my honest opinion, I would if I was in charge of the Academy, I would have chose. Shawshank Redemption over Forrest Gump, but that's me personally. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure like there's been, je- there's some people I, I, I still watch this day online or, or like that have you like YouTube channels or whatever. And they're like, you know, the, they said their biggest Oscar snub was Shawshank Redemption not winning best picture in 1994. And I'm like, really? That's your biggest Oscar snub? Or that's your biggest like gripe with the Oscars in general? I'm like, hmm, interesting. And I, and I, and I read, and I would do my own research, I'd read more into it. I'm like, that's very interesting. But, but those of you, I mean, we're, we're not going to get too much into it here. But like, if you mm-hmm. if you the listener have any have any time and have any spare time on your hands, definitely check out um, the history of like the Oscars and how like the snubs and stuff like that, and just wow. in general, it, it, they 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 have there have been some movies that deserve to win Best Picture and just, and just have not, or and just other films like that in general. There's other other years where this this has happened before too. Can we so.
2: just can we just like conclude this by saying. I think any of these movies, the the Academy would not make a wrong choice. That's hey. true.
4: There is no wrong choice between these three. And yeah. all three of these movies deserve the recognition they got.
1: And you know what? They, they say it all the time it's an honor to, just to be nominated. It really is an honor just to be nominated, considering how many films come out in a calendar year. And back yeah. then they only had five films to choose from.
0: Nowadays they have ten, but we'll get to that too, I'm sure. It <laughs> yes. Yep. Okay. So who wants to go next? So so I yield Trinkley.
4: then, right? I yield.
0: All right, you yield. Um, why don't we let our Oscar expert, Mr. Dr. Matt Hemsley, go for a little okay. bit? Okay. I will uh I will pick
3: the film whiplash. Okay. Oh. Twenty yeah, fourteen, right? Yep. Twenty fourteen um this was uh the director damien chazelle it was his first feature film based on a short film he made it's about um this uh drummer played by miles teller who uh ends up uh under the mentorship if you will of this super strict super harsh uh music teacher played by jk simmons and it's um and it explores, you know, their relationship and um you know how far you have to go to be uh great at something. Um and I just think it's a great movie. Um uh it's just it's a movie I think about a lot. Um, you know, J.K. Simmons uh has great ex uh great uh, great performance as a uh, not great person. Mm. Um, and I think it's a movie that people will remember for for a long time and still talk mm. about. Um, and J.K. Simmons won the Best Supporting Actor Oscar and it won I think one or two other technical awards. It lost Best Picture to Birdman, which mm. is a good movie. Um... But I think Whiplash, uh, it was the, the, the best film of, of that bunch.
1: Hmm.
2: I haven't seen this movie, but I've seen clips of it. Um,
1: I saw the last scene in that movie, and it is amazing. Like, the clip I saw was um of
2: Miles Teller's character. His hand, he's playing so hard, his hands are bleeding. Yep.
1: That scares the crap out of me that's well the story the movie's not the ending's not supposed to be a happy ending it's really supposed to be if anything an esoteric happy ending because yeah he got he finally made it but that man is he's going to burn out and die and he's just it's He's gonna give his life to the his art and it's not gonna end well.
3: Yeah, I mean that's how I interpret a lot of people there are some people who watch this movie and look at it as an inspirational movie, thinking that J.K. Simmons character is in the right. Um, but that's not how I look at it. I look at it as um, you know, Miles Teller is gonna screw up his life, and you know, J.K. Simmons characters responsible uh, right. are um, go way too far.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember.
3: I was like, go on, JT.
0: Thank you. Um, I was. A, I remember when this movie came out, and I and I remember specifically watching the Oscars that year because I was a junior in high school you know, a long time ago, right, guys? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I remember watching the Oscars that year, and I remember J.K. Simmons walking up to. It's uh, funny you because I remember him walking up to receive that Oscar that year for his performance in Whiplash. Um for those of you who are listening to us, you will be able to see this, but we, we pulled up the Academy Awards uh for the um for whiplash and it was won by JK Simmons won the Oscar and it, it was adapted screenplay too, right, Matt? Uh, it was nominated. It won for
3: film editing and sound mixing as well.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I wasn't sure which which Oscars it won, but I knew I knew it was like it's nominated for a lot, which was great. Um and also if you go on IMDb and you just check this out too. In like the top rated user-rated movies, this is like an 8.9 whatever out of 10 user ratings. Like that means the people who saw the movie are like, Whoa, this is like one of the greatest movies I've ever seen, type of thing. Um, and it's funny, you said I just want to chime into what Matt said for a second, but Birdman won that year, right? Yes, it did. Yes. Yes. I have seen both I have I have not seen Whiplash, but I can't comment on that specifically. But I can I have seen Birdman. Birdman I want to say I I want I we'll go then we'll go then listen to, to, to see what you guys think about this for a second but I think Birdman won because of the editing cuz it, it, it really was yeah like, like watching it, one really long was. take
1: it was the editing that won the won it the best picture I will say I love that movie
0: yeah Birdman
1: cool. um it really made me think twice about the nature of criticism. Right. Or the unexplained theory of ignorance. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. Yep. I yeah, that really is. Um because that scene in the bar with the with the critic, that just that actually changed my perspective on things. And if a movie does that, the movie's doing something special. Um, the other selections from this year. Um,
0: Those are tough too.
1: The only one I would really choose other than Whiplash or... Birdman would be uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Mm, I yeah, love that
2: movie, Wes Anderson.
1: Wes Anderson. I love that movie. It's a uh, probably his most accessible movie. Um, but
3: yeah, JT. What I would do is go to the Wikipedia page for Best Picture, and it lists all the nominees. And um...
1: yeah, that's what I'm going off of.
0: Thank you. Thank you. He's
1: going off of it. It's
0: for 20 oh, no, uh 2015, sorry. Oh, sorry everyone. Also,
1: can 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 I just point out something?
0: Yes. Michael
1: Keaton was in two Best Picture winners in a row. Yep. Yeah.
3: Yes, he was. True.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Good for him. We wish him the best.
2: Oh, yeah, it was also in Spotlight.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Have you seen it? It's a good movie. I
3: would love to see it.
0: I forgot Boyhood came out that year, too. That was not a best picture, too, yes, right? Yes, it did. Yeah, Boyhood,
3: it, it was good. It,
4: hey. it's just I feel really that movie's
1: <laughs> more of a gimmick.
4: Really? I yeah. mean,
1: Birdman would ha- had a gimmick, too, but I feel like I connected with Birdman more.
4: It's so weird though because I felt connected more with the boyhood thing. Like you make a movie in a 12-year period about a boy growing up. I mean, yes, it's some yes. necessary of it.
1: Okay. The idea is amazing. I heard the execution's a little shaky. Okay. I ha- now, granted, I haven't seen the movie. So I really can't. Comprehend. so I really can't criticize the movie I can only say what I've heard right and I did hear they spend a little too long on the teenage years
4: okay for,
1: for some people
4: I, I,
3: I thought the teenage years were actually better than the earlier years okay in my opinion maybe that's because um you know, I find those years more interesting in general than, um, you know, when someone's a kid. But um, it, it was a good movie, but it didn't blow me away or I didn't think it was anything special the way a lot of people did. Um,
2: but... I want to ask you, Dr. Hemsley. Yes. Would you pick Whiplash or Birdman or any? Whiplash. You would pick Whiplash as Best Picture?
0: Yeah. Fair enough. I think what else came out that year? Oh, that—that's a good year too. Twenty oh um, fourteen. American Sniper, Boyhood. Oh,
4: that one should have won too.
2: American Sniper. I remember seeing that.
0: Grand Budapest Hotel, Imitation <laughs> Game,
1: In Selma, The Theory of
0: Everything.
4: Oh my but, uh, gosh!
0: That's a tough year right there. Yeah, one, but that's. It's funny, like Birdman won, but like it's funny how like you, you look at you look back at like literally ten years ago now, and you're like, "Wow." I know
4: any of those could have won.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah. I know
4: I'm gonna have one later on. But, or if any of you guys bring it up, oh boy, that one's gonna be a big one
2: too. Okay, all right, who who wants to go next?
0: Uh, Ali went. Doctor Matt Hemsley went. Um, Justin you want to go?
1: Uh sure. Uh, All right. I to see what you. I saying. had one prepared, so give me one second. Sure. <laughs> okay. What I year? I was gonna start out with a joke, but wouldn't it have been amazing if uh, Moonlight won? Twenty fifteen. Oh wait. Wait wait wait. It did win. Yes,
4: La La Land is not the and winner, I'm, people.
1: And I'm doing the same thing that the the, the Oscars. Okay, got okay. it. All right, that was my joke.
4: <laughs> yes, La La Land is not the winner.
0: So, what um, year was that? Was it 2013? It was the but but, but that's that's not
1: that's not, that's not the year I was actually going to choose. Um, uh, and Matt,
0: oh,
4: okay.
1: I think you and I were I watching just... together that year. No, it wasn't. No, there. I it was. was I was in uh, film school that year. I remember that very vividly. People were walking out when they ne- announced La La Land 1. Oh my god! Oh, but no, the year I'm actually going to choose is 1998. It'll
0: be 99. Always oh, saving Private Ryan <laughs> lost the
1: Oscar to Shakespeare and Love.
4: Oh my gosh. I was it, stupid about this too. Hey, you know what that means?
1: We just swiped first swiped. time in
4: two months, I get to say this. We, swiped. Swiped.
0: we have a lot of fun here, ladies and gents. We have a lot of fun here. All
2: right,
1: Justin, continue. So, this is one of the uh. Times where the Oscars just screwed the pooch. Um, has anyone here actually seen Shakespeare in Love?
4: No, so I was on
2: like HBO or something last week, but I didn't watch it. It's
1: kind of meh. Personally, I think but you know who we can um, who we can thank for this? Who? You oh, wait. Worst... I think I see his name. One of the worst human beings on Earth.
4: Our... Harvey
1: Weinstein? Wait,
4: wait, wait. Oh. Gross. Yeah, yeah. Look at that picture. He was
1: one of the producers on Shakespeare in Love. So, yeah, that makes sense that he would bully himself into a win.
2: Like, didn't yeah. he most, like,
1: I'm sorry, Justin. Your sure, pick. Go on. Um. See, I picked this year more because of what won, as of what didn't. Saving Private Ryan probably. Okay. I'm not the biggest fan of Saving Private Ryan. Jane. I'm not. I'm not a, a huge war movie guy. We get it. But each their own. I will admit, the attention to detail of the story of Normandy Beach is astounding. Oh, it's probably um, my
2: favorite opening scene
1: in movies. It's, it's The movie's a technical marvel. Yes. And, you know, the emotions, all that. Everyone's doing their best work. Mm-hmm. I'm just not the biggest war movie guy.
3: yeah Yeah, I remember I didn't I watched Saving Private Ryan like 12 years ago and I remember I not liking it that much I do want to give it another chance because I don't really remember it that well and um, maybe I'll like it if I watch it again but I remember
1: another thing is both times I tried watching it I was being kind of forced to watch it
4: Oh, both times
1: for a class
4: Well, that was me with Elizabeth. I great global class.
1: Another wait, Elizabeth as in the other
4: 1998 nominee? Yep. Uh, Ah, I saw that in my ninth grade class. My ninth grade global class.
1: Yeah. Now I also want to mention another 1998 nomination. Um, another movie I saw for a class, but this one I enjoyed a lot more. Um, the official title is La Vita e Bella Ooh, you I all might it. know it as Life is Beautiful directed by Roberto Benini, is about an Italian Jew who falls in love has a kid and is captured by the Nazis and is trying to keep his son innocent throughout the whole ordeal.
2: You're trying to change turns into like a game, right?
1: Yep. He tells his son, uh, Juice um, this is all a game and whatever they do, you do it and you get points. And you get a thousand points, you get a tank. I've never seen the movie, so I can't see. I it.
4: feel like I might have seen it. I don't Bit- remember.
1: It's bittersweet. I saw it in its native Italian. Um. The ending. Gets me. So in the end, um. The. The Allied forces are coming in, and. The Nazis are executing everybody. And, uh, Guido, the main character, he's trying to hide uh, his son, um, and when he is, uh, and when uh, his son is looking at the armed guard, uh, forcing Guido to the corner, um, to be executed you know guido's trying to put on a brave face and is marching like it's some sort of game to just cheer up his son one last time and then you hear the gunfire um some people do not like this movie mel brooks is actually one of those people really really what did he like about it um making light of the Holocaust um without the satire. I think it um rubbed him the wrong way. Hmm. He probably would have liked JoJo Rabbit a lot more.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Another movie I'll be talking about later. Yeah. And I just,
2: I've never seen this movie, so I can't speak to the matter.
1: It's a powerful movie, I think.
2: Would have you pick this one to win Best Picture?
1: I would pick any of these choices over Shakespeare in Love.
2: <laughs> but you know what? You know, because the big thing that everybody talks about is, of course, Saving Private Ryan losing to Shakespeare in Love. And, but, like, here's what I will say. I think, in a way, Saving Private Ryan did win. Yeah. Okay, one, remember that thing I told you a few minutes ago about the, um, the thing yeah.
1: the... Controversial yeah, so votes? that was another year that happened?
2: They said if they would have voted again, they would have voted for Saving I it. think
4: I did see this movie. I'm just, like, trying to read the synopsis. I'm like, yeah, I was like, I wonder what... Like... I felt like I did. I didn't. I did see this one.
2: And but like, here's the thing: which movie do
1: people remember more? Saving Private Ryan, without a doubt. And I can't even defend Life Is Beautiful that way. And I'm
2: not saying anything about Life Is Beautiful. Like again, I've never seen the movie, so I can't speak to the matter. Would you recommend right. that I watch it, or would you say it's I do the recommend music? the movie? Would you say it's, it's like those? Like Shinlu's listed in this w- those one and done movies. Just watch it.
1: Actually, once and... no, because it's fairly comedic in the first half. Okay. In fact, in the first half, it feels like a rom com.
2: I gotta give it a watch. But what I was saying about Private Ryan, though, is I would say, and you guys agree or disagree. Shakespeare in Love is sort of like the How Green Was My Valley.
3: In some ways, yeah. It's no more for what it beat than the movie itself. Right.
4: Yeah.
2: And we all know what movie How Green Was My Valley ended up beating.
3: Citizen Kane.
2: Yes, it's no more for beating Citizen Kane than it is... Yeah, than Mm -hmm. it is for being a good movie, and that's the same thing with saving, and that's the same thing with Shakespeare in Love. It's no more for beating Saving Private Mind than it is for being a good movie, yeah. And like Shakespeare in Love, maybe if you have like one of those HBO or Cinemax channels, maybe they'll show it, but it doesn't leave that impact. Hmm. Like, if you're on, say, like, TNT, they always show Saving Private Mind on Memorial Day weekend or Veterans Day weekend.
1: Yeah.
2: It's still considered one of the greatest war films.
1: Yeah.
2: And Life is Beautiful, I think I should give it a watch. Yeah,
1: Yeah. absolutely. And I'll let you know my thoughts. Just... Don't watch his adaptation of Pinocchio. Okay, that's a good,
2: that's a good note. All right, who wants to go? Next? I don't know why
1: it's so hard to adapt Pinocchio, but so many bad Pinocchio movies out there.
2: All right, JT, you want to go? Or you want me to go? I'll go. Okay.
0: I think it's about time we bring it up.
4: What? you bringing?
0: I think it's about time we bring up the two thousand nine Oscars. Ooh. Oh, mm. as much as I sorry, I'm trying to pull it up here. Sorry, everyone. No, wait. Was it was it 2009
2: for 2008 or 2009 for two,
0: 2010 for 2009?
1: 2008 for
0: 2009. Okay, so 2008, right?
1: Just remember, Dark Knight wasn't even nominated.
0: Right. Well, that's that's what I was going to touch on. Yeah. So. so- Yeah, Matt, you want to go for our category? What's that? Doesn't even fit our category. Oh, then never mind. I tried. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "Wait, what?" Because that. I mean, that was year they had like they went from nine to to, to five. The next year they went to. uh, They went. Right. Okay. Thank you. I was like, "Why? Why couldn't I? uh, Why didn't it come up?" Uh, Let me see. We're like eighty-second Academy Awards. What year? I'm trying to think what year it was. Oh wait, wait, was that it? That was it. Okay, okay, I got it. Sorry. I brought up the 82nd Academy Awards here for a second. Oh. Uh this is a year. That my this is the first year that they did the the 10 Oscars. Yeah, uh, t- the 10 yeah. best picture category. Now, do I think Avatar should have won? No, I'm not even talking about that. Don't worry about it. Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> like Avatar 2, right? The Way of Water. Should have. Oh, won don't remind me. I sat through that and I had to. I was running to the bathroom.
1: I, was, yeah. I almost literally fell asleep during that movie. Oh, yeah. I still haven't seen it. Wait, too.
4: I thought Avatar won Best Picture. It didn't? It did no, not. No. Wow.
1: It won pretty much every other award.
0: Not Best Director. Not Best Director, not Best Picture. Not director. Or Best Actor, for that matter, too.
1: Oh, so. Sandra
2: Bullock one for the blind <clears throat> mm. side.
0: <laughs> well.
2: yeah uh, a controversy that I'll talk about off
0: camera. Um, yeah, no worries. Uh, what I was going to say was this. Like, I think... No, oh, wait, was it... Yeah. I'm trying to think of what year it was, but I'm pretty sure it was this one. Like, was it some... You had a year like this where it was 2010 and 2009 had a really, a lot of really good films that year too. Oh
4: yeah.
0: 2009 had a lot of really good movies. But one thing that for whatever reason boggled my mind a little bit was this was the first year the Oscars had 10 Academy, um, 10, 10 best picture nominations. Yes. To me, I, I know I joke about this boy. I, I I joke and say, oh, Cars is the best picture movie, whatever, right? I, I joke when I say I, I, Cars is a very dumb, funny movie.
4: But yet it, they have Up being an Oscar nominated for best picture, which is but
0: crazy. That's, what, that's where I was going to go with this was Up. Up is one of those movies I think is perfect. I think it's a perfect film. Uh, honestly, I really do think this. Now, it was nominated for Best Picture of the year, like, as was Inside Out the year that came out too. It was in 2015 or whatever, right? No, no,
3: Inside Out wasn't nominated for. Oh, it was not. Three was, but not Inside
0: Out. Thank you. Sorry about that. This is why we have you here. Um, <laughs> um, but I remember Clear as Day. Uh, oh, there's an animated movie being nominated for Best Picture of the year. Me being like, you know, 11, 12, years, 12 years old, or whatever, right? Thinking to myself, huh? You know, could Up be not win Best Picture? Unfortunately, it didn't. Uh, the Hurt Locker one, but uh, the argument I would make against The Hurt Locker is how many people talk about The Hurt Locker to this day? A lot I've of people the movie. the movie I overrated. have never heard
4: it until today. Yeah,
0: I, I've seen The Hurt Locker.
3: It, I agree, it's overrated.
4: I, I started saw it saw it in school it my
3: participation
1: in government class. Oh, I, I watched it in the same class, so. And I was like, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, that's how I felt. It's me. And when you have a year like with that that had up, Inglorious mm-hmm. Bastards and District Nine and even The Blind Side, let's disclude Avatar for a second, right? But like, let's be real. District Nine. Easily, in my opinion, had a shot, like a very a teeny shot, not a big shot, but at least it was nominated for Best Picture. Inglorious mm-hmm. Bastards with 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 Quentin Tarantino, you know? Oh yes. I mean, that's a really fun movie, but. You know, it's gruesome. That's probably my favorite Tarantino movie. Right?
3: Yes, it it's mine too. So, I mean, you got
1: for very Bastards. cathartic reasons.
0: So, the reason why I brought up the year tw- the twenty ten Oscars for two thousand nine was because in a year you had Up, Inglorious Bastards, District Nine, The Blind and let's face it avatars avatar yes we'll, we we'll, gotta
2: be fair here we'll, we'll
0: include avatar for a second you had all of these monumentally that are still talked about today. Like if, if you if you go up to someone a random person on the street of new york city and be like have you seen up the Pixar movie oh yeah i've seen up or i've heard of it if you say have you heard of inglorious passage or the quentin tarantino movie yeah i've heard of it if you say have you heard of the hurt locker they're like are you okay or is it a locker that's hurt or something like that? Like what's going on? <laughs> Poor
1: locker. Okay, Poor locker. I don't think it's that unknown. No, it's, no, no. But it's like, the same. It's the same woman who did Zero Dark Thirty. People know, right? Well,
0: but but you see my point though, where it's like you have. I mean, I I think if, upwards.
1: if anything, yeah. The movies I would just be like, nah, on this list. Yeah, in
3: education.
0: An education, a serious man. No, no, I have to say, I've
3: seen seen all 10 of these movies. A Serious Man, I think, is my favorite. Okay, it's a really good movie, but um, it's with the recent revelations regarding the blind, I think, is my favorite. It's a really good movie. Sorry, I don't know why my computer's doing
0: that. That's okay, don't worry about it. Sorry, um, Justin.
3: It's not, um, uh, it's the Coen Brothers, um, yeah based on the book of Job, but set in the 60s um uh in a jewish family in minnesota and it's just really well done it's funny but also uh makes you think um and i know it's a movie that uh, a lot of like a lot of jewish people have seen mm-hmm. um and i think people who are you know, big Cinephiles or Big Cone Brothers fans have seen um not as well known in like a mainstream audience, but um but I think it's a great movie and I think it's a movie that if more people saw I think they would like it.
0: Thank you for bringing hey, attention to that.
3: Gotta give that a watch.
2: But uh Justin, what were you yeah. saying about the blind side or other things?
1: That's another movie I'd be like, ugh, because The most recent revelations regarding that movie just... Is is this where
2: I have to put my SIP hat on?
0: For the blind side?
1: Yes. Have you heard about the controversies?
0: Yes. I have
2: not. I've talked about it on my
1: podcast. Yes, I know about it. So yeah, Bill, put on your Sports Insanity hat. Yes! Oh
4: no! Oh yes!
2: paragraph there, uh... For those of you who don't know, there is say that um the Michael Orr, who the movie is about, he didn't like the film because it portrayed him as kind of dumb and that he yeah. didn't know about football. And also the what happened was apparently the Tui family, the family that Adopted him, put him in the conservatorship And Just over this summer, Michael Orr Ended up suing the Tui family over it
0: Yeah Yikes, I didn't know that You
2: know, that should have been in our We should have talked about that in movies that didn't age well
1: Yeah, that was a very recent Uh, <laughs> Instant I had no idea yeah,
2: but um, yeah, I've seen The Blind Side. I've seen Up.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm I'm sure, th- as a movie, it's good, but
0: I've as seen a the portrayal blind
1: side. of facts. Yikes!
0: Yes, I've seen The Blind Side. Um, but uh, this is the same the same year that District Nine. I mean, with was it um, the sci-fi epic one? Yeah, Neil Blomkamp, whatever. I don't know. It just there was a, a very diverse Best Picture nominees that year. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah it was. You had it the Hurt Locker. very
2: interesting picks.
0: You had the Hurt Locker. You had Avatar, which swept the box office, of course. The Blind Side, District Nine, and Education, and Glorious Bastards, uh, Precious, based on the novel Plush by uh, Push by Sapphire. A serious man up and up in the air. So, I mean, it, it, this one sticks out to me because I mean, because like you have so many, you have so many other, so many other mem- memorable movies out there besides like the Hurt Locker. You know what I mean?
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. with Up in the Air, I I found it clever. I just didn't find it all that engaging.
3: I thought it was okay. just you know it was a good movie, nothing special. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, like here's our tenth one. We have to throw in there,
1: <laughs> you know. Okay, but they you, don't have to choose ten every time. That's the thing.
0: Well, now they do, and yeah. and actually
3: back uh, this year they did. Um, because oh, I think okay. it was this year in two thousand ten, uh, the year after this, they did they did um, ten. Then for a while they were doing in between five to ten, and then they went back doing ten. I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but that's what they're doing now. Thank you.
1: Did it have something to do with diversity?
3: Uh, uh they didn't say anything about that. Uh, I, I
1: think I think it had I feel like something happened in like the 2020- 2020 one. No, because we all know what happened the 2022 one. Um, Maybe it's the 2021 one Where it's like there just wasn't any Black representation In the In the Oscars. In the pool yeah. It was one of those years after, after 2020
3: I forget Yeah that's happened a bunch of times
1: Yeah Hashtag Oscars too white
0: yeah. Um. Yeah. So. I, right. I, I, yeah. I'd. I wanted to bring up this year though because, like, it. I. 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 I didn't even realize which film won Best Picture until like we actually had like. I don't know. I. Just, I wanted to bring it up because it was like just so, a so weird. Like you had so many other great movies that year, and yet the Hurt Locker one I. Mean, I. I. I haven't seen the Hurt Locker. I, I can't really comment on the movie itself, but that's just me. So.
2: I saw it years ago, I don't remember. It
1: wasn't that memorable too. It's like okay. a
4: war thriller. You didn't know that. Hurt.
1: The most just... memorable thing about The Hurt Locker for me was uh Jeremy Renner taking off his uh uh bomb squad gear to get control to disarm a bomb in a car.
4: Just...
1: That was the most memorable scene for me. All right. Okay. Uh, can I go
2: now? Yeah, it's Bill's yep. turn. Okay. I was gonna do save in private, Ryan. Thank you, Justin. Sorry, but don't worry. I have another one, and that is, you know what, guys. As far back as I could remember, are oh, you going with you talking? I, to always... Me? I always wanted to be a gangster. You think I'm funny? I'm like a clown entertaining you. What was that, Allie? You think I'm funny? You think I'm funny? Funny how? Like I'm a clown? I amuse you? I make you laugh? I'm here to
1: amuse you?
4: Yes, you do, Bill.
1: Okay, yeah, looking at the the list of nominees for that year, yeah, Goodfellas definitely should have won.
4: I mean, Dances of Wolves is good too. What what was that, Allie?
1: But it's no good, fellas. What was that,
4: Allie? I could wait. Yeah. Because I know, I think I've seen a little bit of Dances of Wolves in eighth grade. They showed this in my eighth grade social studies class. Like,
1: okay, he, you, you saw dances with walls. We saw Forrest Gump. I have not and seen I saw
4: Elizabeth, before. too. Don't forget about Elizabeth.
2: Well, hey, my pick anyway. Um, I don't care. Awakening, I have seen awakenings. Oh, ghost,
4: Patrick Swayze.
2: Um, anyway. Goodfellas, like this was a movie that is so okay. Dances with Wolves, I haven't really seen, but I heard people are kind of mad about it.
1: It's a white savior movie.
2: Oh, that's a whole topic. We could do a whole thing on that. <sighs> but anyway, it's like Goodfellas is timeless. People remember the quotes. You know how am I funny? As far back as I can remember, I've always wanted to be a gangster.
4: Yep. I feel like we're on your friends balance, so. and
2: always keep your mouth shut. <laughs> and you know what? The I and thank you, JT, for scrolling on that one. Ooh, the funny thing is, Godfather Part Three was also nominated. Yeah, yeah that's what I've always found really say. funny.
3: Okay? Good
1: kind of idea was it to that for. The Oscars consideration. Wow. So, this
4: is another and set how of did they... nominations. I actually. Was 1989
1: really that bad of a year for movies? No, this was 1990. 1990. This was 1990. I, I, I know, but 1989 into 1990, isn't no, it? No, it's 90, no, 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 no it's 1990 1991. 1991.
4: Oh wow! But, I also didn't realize that was a Whoopi Goldberg one, best supporting actress.
2: But anyway, it's like with Godfather Three and Goodfellas, and because it, it's like Goodfellas, I think was starting to, because after Godfather Two, the mob movies genre kind of died for a little bit. Yeah, and I think Goodfellas revitalized it. And the mm. thing is, I think this movie is just so far more memorable than Dances with Wolves.
4: Yeah. Right.
2: And I remember, I want to say it was on Watch Mojo. They said, the Academy must really not like the F word.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I
4: guess they don't like Joker then.
2: Well, this was in the 90s. But... Okay. I want to ask our Oscar expert, Matt Hemsley, do you think when they were screening Goodfellas and. Same for Wolf of Wall Street too during the Academy Awards screen and I heard people walked out
3: because of the F word. Do you think the Academy is like <laughs> oh, um, maybe some people did. I don't think that's why it lost. I think just at this time Dances with Wolf was really popular in a clean movie.
4: Hmm. Um so. Like, we our pearls!
2: Um... No, but anyway, if you look, like, again, the movie, this revitalized the gangster genre.
4: I thought that was Godfather as well.
2: Well, no, because, no, post-Godfather.
4: Oh, this post-Godfather.
1: Yeah, because Godfather was all 70s. The 80s was pretty dry. Well,
2: you yeah, had Scarface, but.
1: In 1980.
2: Yeah, <laughs> in the 80s, you had Scarface. But this movie. Revitalized, yeah. And poor Marty Scorsese, he waited forever to get that best Oscar pick, that best mm-hmm. to win.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Am I right? He won. He waited forever. Yep. He didn't. He didn't finally win until 2006 for The Departed.
4: Hmm.
2: And remember, I talked about this before. Francis Ford Coppola. George Lucas and Steven Spielberg all came on to present it to him. Look, each one of us have had the opportunity to win this, and George Lucas goes, uh, "I didn't," because then why are you here? He goes, "I was nominated a few times. Let us count for something." Like, no, it doesn't. Mm. I wonder if they still go to, um, if they when they still hang out with George Lucas, they go, "Oh, sorry, George, I was getting my Oscar cleaned." George, I gotta go use the bathroom. you keep an eye on my Oscar? Because this is the closest you'll probably ever get to one. Oh my goodness.
1: All right, that's Um, a little mean.
2: That's a little what, Justin?
1: That's a little mean.
2: Um no, but I don't understand why they picked Goodfellas, I mean Dances with Wolves over Goodfellas. But nowadays, I think dances with wolves has
3: faded into
4: Oblivion. Well, no.
3: It's not as beloved as Goodfellas.
4: Yeah. yeah. It's not memorable
1: it as good fellows. It didn't stand the test of time.
2: Yeah. So that's my thing, fellows.
4: Okay. All right.
2: Back, back to, to Miss Vine. Miss Vino. Miss Vino. Miss Vino. I'm
4: not German.
2: Jawohl. Yeah, I'm not
4: either. Nine. Speaking of nine, let's talk about the 2018 Academy Award. Okay. I felt every one of them could have been
2: nothing. Oh, oh, I was thinking, oh my God,
1: that was going to be. I know Justin oh
4: was going to talk God. about the 2020. The, I'm gonna, so like, I'm like, man, I'm not going to talk about that one. I want to talk about this one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Justin talk about. The 92nd Academy.
3: Oh, 92nd I have Academy. some uh I was thinking about this one too. Let's see if uh
4: now we're going 91, 91,
3: 91 91. Yeah, I'll
2: oh, talk I about it. I have 92. this on my list.
4: Too. I, I wonder if it's the one I was thinking. 91.
1: What? 91. Gracias. Okay,
4: 91. Yes. The 90... This one list, any one of them could have been. The winner.
1: Seriously.
4: Like, and each of them had How? such amazing
1: things. Okay. May I just make one comment? Go. How you pick the White Savior movie over Black Panther and Black Klansman? Okay.
4: Okay. I was almost going to say Roma could have won too.
3: Yeah, Roma was good. But I think Black Panther and Black Klansman. And I... I'm also a huge fan of Vice, which a lot of people aren't. But we maybe I liked Vice. Later. I
2: liked Vice. I I was kind of mixed
3: on it. Nice. Um, I but knew Lady like Gaga you know, was
4: not winning for is Born. Yeah,
3: but if we're just thinking about like you know movies with racial themes, Black Panther, Black Klansman are do that much better.
1: Black than
4: Klansman could have won.
3: Oh, absolutely. Black Klansman could have won with.
1: There, Black Panther. There's still a stigma. There is still a stigma on comic book movies and with the state of them right now, I don't think that's going away anytime soon.
4: Yep. I mean, look what happened with The Dark Knight when they were nominated.
1: This was the closest uh, comic book movie had to uh, winning Best Picture and it didn't. I know. And I know it's ironic that Joker got nominated the next year, but I didn't expect that to win either. No, I didn't either.
4: I mean, we can talk about that when we get there. Or unless we want to go jump into it.
3: No, we can still keep talking.
4: Right. I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody was another choice. I mean... I, really that was was I think a...
3: Bohemian Rhapsody would have been a worse choice than Green Book.
1: Oh, yes. Okay. Whoa. That, that didn't even deserve to be nominated. I'm sorry. Like, come on. Okay. That's nominate true. the nominate performance, the not the Wrong movie. I don't think Robbie Malick could have won. Not the movie. It was a horribly edited movie <laughs> that took a lot of liberties with one amazing performance. Just like Rowan J. Israel Esquire.
4: I get it. I get it.
2: You you know what I'm gonna tell you what I would have picked out of this if that's okay with the good folks here.
4: Go for it, then yeah. we we'll all make our picks.
2: I would have picked Black Landsman because I did see Green Book. Matt, you saw it too, did you? Yeah, you I loved that movie when it came out. I did, but then I rewatched it. Yeah, I
3: still think it's a good
2: movie. No, uh, it's not a
1: bad movie, but as a movie. That's what we have to keep saying. Judging it as a movie versus judging it as a message, a telling of events, are two different things.
2: And like, here's the thing with this movie, with why I would pick Black Klansman over Green Book, I rewatched both of them. And I have re-watched Green Book. And some of it made me do this. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, it's still a good movie. But then when you look at something like Black Klansmen, because you know what these movies, and, and I know a lot of us are against putting message before movie. Uh-huh. But Black Klansmen shows that racism is still alive.
4: Yes. Oh, Yeah and you know what's crazy and i think oh go on bill then i'll talk it's okay
2: um they're showing that because if you remember the even though the movie and this is something i've always admired about spike lee he could take something from the past and relate it's it to current today. events yes like an example would be in the movie Malcolm X when mm. you show in the opening scene Of you hear Malcolm X talking. Mm. And and they show what happened to... I think it was Rodney King. Mm. And that's what I like here with Black Klansmen, You know, because this movie was actually released... On the one year anniversary of the Charlottesville riots.
4: Oh!
2: And... And... At the end of the film... They show a montage of what happened in Charlottesville. Yep, and the movie's actually dedicated to Heather Heyer, who wow. was the young lady who unfortunately lost her life
1: Aww. in in the in the riots. Wow. And but admit it, Bill. When we walked out of that theater, it so was quiet.
2: I've talked about that this before, Justin. When you and I saw that you could hear a pin drop in that theater. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because after they show it, they show an American flag and the colors are just fading. Yeah. And then you hear a beautiful version of of the spiritual Mary, Don't You Eat. Mm -hmm. By the late Great Prince. Right. And because... This movie shows, but you know what scene I do remember and I thought was kind of comical? Justin, Matt, you guys remember this? That the cop talking to Ron's girlfriend, look, I'll put a cap in your ass. I've been doing that to your people in this town for years. Go, Did you hear that, Patrice? And they go, I did hear that, Ron. Did you hear that? I did hear that. Hey, Jimmy, did you hear
1: that? Yes, yeah, that that that. made me laugh.
2: so hey flip, did you hear that? I did hear that. Hey Sarge, did you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. You're under arrest. Oh my. Um, but you know what? I think it's again, I know you guys are against message before movie, Justin. I'm sorry, but you gotta look at it this way. The movie itself, did they say black Klansmen? racism is still alive, it's still well.
4: Yep.
1: It's it's still alive and well. It's listen. Still I have no. I have no issue if you have a message in your movie, but the story should come first. But then I think the the film in
2: Black Clansman, and Hensley. I'm tag teaming you on this. Yeah. Do you think Black Klansman puts message before story movie? Um, I don't
3: think so. Okay. Um, I think you know. To me, it's not so much about whether the message becomes is before story. It's just, um, it's just you know, if the message is is you know, weaved into the story or told uh, through the story. Well, and I thought Black Klansman did it did it great.
2: But I think Green Book kind of, in a way,
3: puts message before story. Story. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say that. I just don't think the message and the story itself was as powerful as Black Klansman.
2: Because I think the message itself in the movie was just, guess what, was just like, oh, um, Tony and Dr. Shirley are friends now. There's no more racism. But I think because Black Klansman shows it more on a macro level and Green Book shows it more on a micro level. Mm. Justin, you got anything to say on that?
1: Um, I pretty much said my piece. Yeah.
2: But uh, I would have personally, I would have picked Black Landsman. i
4: would be honest, Bill. Read the book. I read the book a couple years ago. And... How is it? It's good.
2: I, I should read the book.
4: Your local library has it.
2: I got Hoopla. Not
1: sponsored.
4: <laughs> so.
1: Who wants to talk about the next year? Oh, boy.
4: <laughs> yes, we have to. We have to go back to back.
1: Okay. I'm going to read off the nominees for 2019. Because I saw most of these. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Was okay.
4: 1917.
1: Marriage Story. Little Women. Joker, Jojo Rabbit, The Irishman, or the Ferrari Parasite. Of these nine pictures, which one do you think I would have wanted to pick? When? Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Or,
3: correct.
4: Jojo Rabbit. I probably should have won Best Picture. As much as I wanted to say I go uh
3: go. I know I have a different opinion about that movie than than you, Justin, you, Bill. But you guys can go on.
4: Go so on. actually, I want to hear what you have jo- to say, Matt.
3: Yeah, I- uh, but Justin, go first.
2: Yeah, let's let okay. Justin go first.
1: So, Jojo Rabbit was perhaps my favorite movie of 2019, and that's saying a lot. Remember what came out in 2019? A lot of good movies.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of epic movies.
4: Yes. And I think, honestly, my parents would have said 1917 to win Best Picture and they saw that. Oh, in- I actually wanted
2: 1917 to win.
4: Wow. <laughs> I'm um, going to
2: let Justin finish with Matt talking and then I'll say my piece.
3: Jojo on, Rabbit
1: to me showed just how easy it is to manipulate the youth into indoctrinating them into believing in hate and believing that it's acceptable and that's in itself is disturbing.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: But I think Taika Waititi, now, people have different opinions about Taika. Um, you either yeah. love him or you hate him. Um, or you love them, then you hate him.
4: <laughs> that's um, Taika Waititi.
1: But I fell in love with this movie um, based on the the concept of a Hitler youth learning to let go of his delusions and prejudices um, through uh, the experience of finding out that his mother is harboring a Jew, a Jewish fugitive who is also a friend of his dead sister. Um, And the movie's hilarious and it's heartbreaking. A movie that can make me laugh and cry is doing something right. And this is a personal um, note of pride. Both times I saw this movie in theaters, when JoJo drop kicks imaginary friend Hitler out of a window, you heard that right, mm. and says, fuck off, Hitler. I stood up and started an applause. Both times. Wow. Um. So am I a little biased? Maybe. But. I fucking love this movie. It's probably one of my favorite movies of the 2010s. I really liked it
2: too. I really liked it too.
3: Yeah, I thought it was just okay. Just the satire didn't work for me. I didn't find it offensive the way some people did. It just it didn't, um, you know, it didn't uh, feel effective to me. Um, and like people make remember when this movie came out, people made a big deal about like it, like making you know jokes about Nazis and Hitler. But there have been movies that have done that. For a long time, Brooks
1: has been doing that since the 60s.
3: Yeah, drink time for
1: Hitler,
4: and that one actually won Best Picture.
1: Yeah, and you could only say what was in his heart boom, 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 boom. 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 See, the set the satire worked for me because. It worked on Blazing Saddle's logic. Um, by making the Nazis complete inept idiots who are idiotic for even believing what they believe, it made I thought it made the movie that much better. Um, I loved Sam Rockwell's performance in the movie um, I kind of like the fact that as Jojo became increasingly disillusioned with um, the whole Nazism Hitler just becomes a darker and darker figure to him and I just found that a very clever thing. Also of note, Taika Waititi did no research on Hitler for the movie. (laughs) Wow. And he did that on purpose. Saying that he didn't want to give Hitler the dignity of a, uh,
3: (laughs) of a nuanced performance. I think
2: that's fair. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah,
3: and it wouldn't have made sense if he did because he wasn't, because he was playing, you know, a a 10-year-old's... That 10-year-old's pigmentation
1: of what Hitler might be.
2: Right. He's playing him like he's his buddy.
1: Mm -hmm. Exactly. Until he's not. In which case, he's a monster.
2: You know what I'm... You know what? Um, yeah, Matt. Did you have anything else to say on Jojo Rabbit or?
3: Uh, no, not not on Jojo Rabbit.
2: Because no. I did like Jojo Rabbit because you know I did like the satire that Hitler is just you know it's his buddy, it's his imaginary friend. But um, a movie that I think it was my number one movie of twenty seventeen of twenty nineteen sorry nineteen seventeen.
4: Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, that a movie, was a good movie.
2: And the reason I liked it so much is it really shows it's about two men who in World War One, who are trying to get a message to a colonel to
4: oh.
2: fall off the attack or they're all going to die. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you know what? There's not too many World War One movies out there. Can we admit no, that? No, there isn't. It's and because a scene that makes me that really just makes me tear up. You guys, I don't know if you guys ever, if you guys remember this scene when they get to the camp and they're hearing this soldier sing the song "Warfare and Stranger," mm. and there's a line, "I'm going there to see my to see my mother.
4: Wow.
2: I'm going there and all my loved ones who've gone on. I'm going over River Jordan." I am going over home.
4: Wow.
2: That is... That can be symbolic of... Guys, correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's symbolic of death. I can see it. Like, I'm going there to see my mother, see my loved ones who've gone on. Um... Going over River Jordan, for those of you who don't know your biblical thing, Jordan was the river where Jesus was baptized. Um, That's basically saying, you're hearing that, you're saying, am I going to die today? Am I going over to those who've gone on? Yeah. So, I don't know, um but i thought 1917 should have won best picture i haven't seen parasite people keep telling me i need to see parasite
1: yeah i haven't seen parasite either
3: yeah i've seen parasite and i do think it, they they made a they made a good choice uh with best picture um to be fair i haven't seen the movie so i can't yeah, yeah. speak to the matter i mean i think to me of the movies that were dominated parasite and the irishman were were the best ones uh, although 1917 is very good as well See, Um, with the
1: Irishman, I get what they're trying to do. they were trying to show that once that there's no eternal glory for the life you live when you're in the mob. I get what they were going for, and I get that the runtime was a part of that. It just was too much for me to
3: keep paying attention. Yeah, I think they did. I think they could have cut some of the runtime, um, for that movie.
2: Yeah,
3: I, um, but
2: no, I like The Irishman, but I'm with you, Justin. It was just way too long.
1: Yeah, you
2: watched it like a mini series, though, right?
1: I, yeah, I watched it in two settings,
2: I watched it all in one setting. How did I do that? I don't know. But no, I really like 1917. I personally think this movie should have won Best Picture. I think it was full with emotion. It was just full with a lot.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay, who's our next victim?
1: I think it's JT's turn?
4: Matt
2: or JT. No, I think it's our, our I think it's our expert.
3: Oh okay. I do All have right. uh, go to the 86th Oscars. 86.
4: Ooh. Go to Academy Awards and that's how you figure it out.
3: No, the 86. 86. No, 86, not uh no. it's 86. the um it's the 2014 Oscars though, so you can uh oh 2014, god
1: oh
4: it.
3: I meant
2: 1986. No.
3: 2015 for 2014 or 2014. No, 2014 for 2013 2013 movies. So the year before. Okay. Got
4: it. I think I have something on that one too.
3: Uh, The film I want to highlight is The Wolf of Wall Street.
4: Mm.
3: You know, a movie that, you know, is so exciting and uh you know Leonardo DiCaprio gives a great performance it's a very funny movie Mm -hmm. I think it's a great satire of um of greed and um you know the you know some of the terrible um you know actions that you know many people on Wall Street and um Of high financial status, you know, engaging in, and, you know, some of the stuff that causes the most problems in the world. Yeah. Um, Now, Bill, I know this is a movie you like a lot as well.
2: It's a personal favorite of mine. Justin and I actually saw it in theaters together.
3: Yeah,
1: it's a fun movie, even though it's supposed to be a cautionary tale. Yes.
2: A lot of people were concerned when this movie came out.
1: Yeah, that it was going to glorify this lifestyle.
2: In which Jordan Belfort himself said, no, this is supposed to be a cautionary tale.
3: Yeah.
2: Because this is one of my favorite movies. By the way, Matt, sell me
3: this pen. <laughs> I th- I think about that scene sometimes. Justin, sell me this pen. All right, write your name. I don't have one.
1: Supply and demand, my friend. Allie, sell me this
4: pen. You already have the pen.
1: Well, sell it to me.
4: It's in your hands already. You've already bought it. Why not buy another one? Because you know these pencils are going to run out quickly once they run out... Of what an ink. You know
2: who of this panel has not seen this movie? JT. Our fearless leader has not seen this movie.
4: I guess it's time for another commentary.
0: Uh, yeah, but... we'll do it.
4: Everyone, sure? Here we go. Yeah. But
2: uh, yeah, Matt, what were you saying in this tying into uh, everything?
3: Uh, well, I want to look at the other nominees.
4: Yes, actually, I want to definitely talk. I have two of them: her okay. and Gravity.
3: Of mm. these, I've seen. I've seen Twelve Years of Slave. I, I saw American Hustle in theaters.
4: Captain, oh, Captain Phillips is uh, of the one about her. Huff. I saw
3: American Hustle. Yes, yeah, American
4: Hustle. That one I thought I should have
3: won. Be would be my choice of what I've seen.
4: You don't know realize. I think we're talking about different Academy Award winners.
3: I think Gravity was
1: my choice that year originally.
4: Really? Oh, it was George. On the technical was like, level, it was a that
1: was an amazing experience. I saw that in IMAX. I was in the third row. Wow. That was insane. <laughs> wow. American Hustle. I'm
2: sorry, Matt. I thought that movie was boring.
3: What? Yeah, I enjoyed it, but um, uh, I didn't love it, and it's kind of funny. American Hustle and The Wolf of Wall Street—they're kind of similar movies in some way, some ways. And I think The Wolf of Wall Street is the superior one. And we can't
4: forget yeah. about the mm-hmm. Dallas
2: Buyers Club with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, Matt! Speaking of Wolf of Wall Street,
3: mm-hmm. 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 come on, Justin Jordan.
4: Mm-hmm. I'm a woman. I can't do it. Mm-hmm.
3: You can still do it, Allie. <laughs>
4: No, it's, mm-hmm. it's inappropriate for me to do it, so. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But not sorry.
3: Have any of you seen her?
4: I've seen clips of it. I saw her last I night. It pretty, pretty and... It's kind of like me right now, because I realize without you guys, the only person I could talk to that could trust me is GBT. It's been helping me my problems.
0: I saw her on Sunday.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but is it the right her?
0: Oh, let's not go there.
4: I think we know the answer. We'll talk about it later, Jakes. We'll talk about it later, Jamoni.
0: Follow us on our social media pages for more.
2: So anyway. This Phil Okay, so the other nominees that year.
4: I don't know about Philomena. I didn't know Brad Pitt was part of Twelve Years a Slave.
3: He was one of the oh well he's in the movie and he's one of the producers.
4: Oh, I didn't know that.
3: So
2: anyway, um, so do you think Wolf of Wall Street or any of these other movies should have won Best Picture? I think
3: The Wolf of Wall Street should have won. I mean, Twelve Years a Slave is still a good choice, Best Picture, but I but I think The Wolf of Wall Street um, should have won. It would have been my vote if I was a member of the Academy.
4: Hmm. Probably would have been Gravity for me. Like I felt like just the whole experience, as Justin said. I felt like that could have won. But twelve years of Sleep is an excellent choice too.
1: But also with gravity though, you have to be in the right experience for that. Like
4: that makes total sense. And not a lot of like you have to have it has to be like a three D movie.
1: Yeah, you have to be on the biggest screen possible. You gotta be like in the (laughs) frontish roads.
4: So, in other words, go to your local IMAX, which for me is an hour away.
1: 40 for me, but. <laughs>
4: All right is that it... for me as well. Is that it for the 86?
2: Yes. Yeah. All right. It's over to the fearless leader.
0: The why, why me? Why me? How you, are
4: you're TJ Mo- Jamoni.
0: Oh God, let's not go there. I,
4: I, I, no, nah, I'm just. You know, I'm doing the John Volta jokes for a reason.
0: Yes, yes, yes. I know. <laughs> um, let's jump over to. Uh, you know what? There's one obvious one of in 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 the, in the the prefrontal cortex of my brain, and it's. Bill brought it up briefly, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna just gonna mention it here. But back to was it 19? 19... Hold on one sec. I got, like, I got like five screens up here, guys. Sorry about that. 1944.
4: Oh,
0: oh. Right? No, no, no. So uh, 1942.
3: Thank you. So before. Forty two. Forty two. Um, no, it's 1942
0: Oscars, but the uh, 41 films. Thank you. They know where I'm going. The, at the 14th Oscars, thank you. Because they know where I'm going with this. Because the... No, it was... I'm not thinking of um Gramps of Wrath. I'm thinking Wild of... Green um, was my valley. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry about that. Uh, this is a Literally,
4: great- I thought this would have been a good one for Orson Welles then.
0: You think Orson Welles would do it, but no, no, no.
4: I know. It's crazy.
0: Um, I want to... Would Bill and I... We don't normally talk about like this era of film on our podcast, but I want to bring up because Bill and I, I want to say, was it twenty twenty one? We did classic films that should be remade. I
2: think so. Yeah,
0: that's like like three like three years ago. How are you listening to us after three years? I have no idea. But I'm so uh, Yeah, because we, we keep ourselves entertained. but and we the best podcast. We the best podcast. Damn, skippy. you're
4: lucky I'm letting you guys say this now.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, it's our slogan. We're gonna
4: say it.
0: It's on our profile. DJ
4: Cowley but... will sue you guys in about two years.
0: Nah, he won't. He's All too right. busy making crappy music. Mm, be- oh, Anyways.
4: I will figure out a better slogan for us. All right.
0: Regardless, though. Um How Green Was My Valley? One. And I want to get Matt, I want to get Matt Hamley's opinion of this in a second, but Matt. Uh, but how green was my valley. No one has ever heard of this movie. And why are we why why do we know about it? Because it beat Citizen Kane at, at these at the at the Oscars that year. Citizen Kane is arguably Thanks
1: William Randolph Hearst.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Citizen Kane is arguably the best film. Well, one of the best films of all time, in my opinion. I have seen it. There I, I know
1: one person in this group that I will might disagree on that one. Is okay. it me? Made- maybe?
2: Okay, listen. I watched it when I was 17. I need to watch it again. Okay? Uh, it's all right. Oh, like you fell in love with it, Justin, the first time you saw it.
3: I actually really liked it.
0: It was very it, I thought it was very good. I I, think-
3: I I didn't like think it was amazing, but I liked it.
0: Did yeah, I think it was like the greatest things in sliced bread? No. No. Oh. But it's
1: pretty good. It's the Seinfeld effect. You know, like people love Seinfeld, but let's be honest, there's much funnier stuff that's come out since.
0: And this is the end of our show. Good night. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> God bless.
0: Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh no, but Citizen oh, Kane. I'm sorry.
1: I didn't know I was gonna offend some people with that.
0: Justin, Justin you've been canceled. You've been canceled. Get off my stream now. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. You no, know, I was cool.
1: referring to it's always sunny, right?
0: Oh, well, that well. is a good show. That's a very good show. Uh, no, but, but, but back to Citizen Kane, though, gentlemen. Back to Citizen Kane. Matt, do you have any idea why the, the, this from the best picture? Um. I've always wondered I, that. I, I do know Citizen was, Kane wasn't by William uh, Randolph Hearst. Yeah, I
3: believe William Randolph Hearst was really unhappy with the movie, and um, I think he may have had influence on the Academy not giving uh, the film Best Picture. Also, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Citizen Kane was not a financial success.
1: It was not, and that really affected uh, Orson Welles' directorial career. Of- uh,
3: since yeah, and also, even though How Green My, Was My Valley isn't really well known now, uh, is directed by John Ford, who is still, um, you know, an acclaimed director that's and true. always has been so, yeah, one of the best that, uh, Western directors, yeah, in the genre.
0: Didn't John Ford also direct The Graves of Wrath? Am I thinking of the right thing?
3: He did, yes,
0: uh, that's, what, that's what I thought. I, I do know about that because that's a very that's the Steinbeck novel, that's one of the. Bull, one of the first book to film out adaptations out there. So
1: um, but yeah, but now remember if the horizon's in the front, it's interesting. The horizon's, the horizon's in the back, back. it's, it's interesting. interesting. If the horizon's in the middle, it's, it's boring. boring as as shit.
2: Shit.
4: Oh wow. Wow. <laughs> wow.
0: Apparently but
1: that was a real advice John Ford gave to Steven Spielberg.
0: Spielberg, Spielberg, so. I don't know. I just i I've, I've seen *Citizen Kane*. I I I still think it's one of the best movies of all time, personally. I mean, all film is subjective. We all know about it. Like we all know, that any film is subjective. Like Bill and I even talked about uh, um, uh, in our classic films. It should be we mentioned it. Well, one of us part of Lawrence of Arabia. I forget which one of us did. I, I I I haven't seen that in a long time. It's like it's like four hours long, but you know. But this is an era of film that I've always. Wanted us to touch on and we don't really we don't normally do it often we, we typically choose topics that are more like within like the 60s 70s and 80s and up but I, it's always good to, for whatever we can we try and touch on like citizen kane crepes of wrath lawrence of arabia mm-hmm. uh gentlemen prefer blondes from the 50s or vertigo from the 50s or not the creature from the black lagoon you know I, it's there's that era of film is always, like or even citizen uh, you, you know you know it's funny Back in January of 2022, I actually saw Casablanca for the wow. first time ever. In theaters, oh, wow. actually.
3: Nice. I, I actually, still haven't seen it. I oh, saw it in a class I took I in I saw it with
1: my grandparents.
4: I think you're not classic.
2: I saw it in a class when I was in high school, and yeah. I actually really liked it. It,
0: it is a great shocked, movie.
1: shocked that there is gambling going on in this establishment. You're <laughs> winning, sir. Oh, thank you.
0: I think this is the beginning of a beautiful, a beautiful
1: podcast.
0: Friendship. So, um, no, but regardless, though, I think that I this is it. It, it was a great movie overall, Casablanca. What a movie! But, but Citizen Kane, though, I mean, whenever, whenever we get the, it, the watching films of that era, I've always like the black and white movies. have always fascinated me because you know, it's, it's pre-color. Like, I mean, yes, way had Wizard of Oz, but that's one thing. But Wizard so, of Oz
4: is a different story. Let's put it in those words.
0: Yes, it's a very different story.
4: It became the first te- one of the first technicolor. Yeah,
0: I lost well, to gone with the wind. It's gone with the wind. All four we just hours. drugs
4: are bad, people.
0: That's okay. not a lot of Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn.
2: Okay, everybody, ready for my pick? Because I'm uh, having a hard time of which one I want to pick. All of it. Go ahead, Bill. Hmm, which one should I pick?
0: What year? Do you guys want
2: to hear a super controversial one, or a not-so-controversial one, or... Pick one.
3: Whatever your heart is telling you, Bill.
2: Okay, you know what I'm picking? I am going with the 1989 for 1988 Oscars. Okay. And, yeah, because most of you stole all my ideas, thank you. Actually, no, it's 1990 for 1989, sorry.
4: Oh, uh, I was
3: actually thinking about this one, so I'm glad that you, you know did. which one I think I'm um, gonna I, pick. Yes,
4: yes I movie I cool. watched I recently. This one.
3: Was it? No is it what I'm thinking? I think so.
4: And now I'm thinking it, and I'm looking at. It, I'm like, yes, I think I have. To, I it was one other thing, but now it's like, yeah, it should have been that one.
3: Is it?
2: You build it, they will come. Yes. Nineteen eighty nine. Oh, that dreams, one! i was thinking opinion, about. Should have beat driving Miss Daisy, but no, Dead Poets Society. The late great Robin Williams, God rest his soul.
1: Yeah, honestly, I would pick any of these movies over Driving Miss Daisy. I'll, I'll say.
4: say I, know, I actually saw that one in high. Was that uh, no? I think it was high school. I saw that one too. I've it seen of Field of Dreams Andy and of I've seen Dead Movie. Poets
3: Society. I would pick Field of Dreams. I haven't seen any of the other three. I do really want to watch Born on the 4th of July. I've been picking that. I you
2: that. know when you should watch it,
4: Matt?
3: On the 4th of July. Yes. That
4: will and, be <laughs> I yeah, you my Left Foot. My Left
2: Foot, you know what I think of?
4: This 2 week thing? The family
2: Guy. Yeah. Mm, this is bigger news than when I toured you for that production of My Left Foot. My Left Foot. Always <laughs> been better than the right one.
4: That was the only way he could have communicated, though. This my
2: Left right. Foot. <laughs> Um, no, but field of dream, like driving Miss Daisy was the original green book. I've
3: not seen it, but that's what I've heard.
4: I get know, it. like
2: listen, I get what they're trying to say, but it's kind of boring.
4: that poet Society could have won. Oh Captain, my captain.
2: but you and know, well, I think about that
4: one in middle school
2: because when I think of field of dreams, I'll be honest. It's one of the few movies I actually cry during.
4: Really? Because Damn.
2: Because of the ending.
4: Oh.
2: The to, for those of you who hasn't seen it, it's about Kevin Costner builds a baseball field for because he hears a voice in his head going, "You build it, they will come."
1: And they will come.
2: And it, and then he builds a baseball field. And then this one, Easy. and then baseball players from the olden days come back and then ease his pain. What? Ease his pain. And and I love when Kevin Carson talks to his wife and he goes, the voice is back going, you don't have to go build a football field now, do you? <laughs> How about if we go build a football field?
3: build a
1: baseball field. Yeah, I... I he did Feel such Dreams. a
3: good job. <laughs> I watched Field the Dreams for the first time a few months ago, and uh, really good movie.
2: Mm. Yeah, but the ending, he sees a player that's familiar, and it's his dad.
4: Oh.
2: And he goes, Hey, thanks for letting us come. And Ray's looking to his wife and daughter, and he's going, this is John, and he goes. And then I I remember that part when he goes, "Hey Dad, want to play a catch?" I cannot get through that mo- that without crying. Wow. I cannot get through that without crying. It's such a it's such a good movie. Um, I have not seen Born on the Fourth of July. I've seen parts of it. But, yeah, I don't know why draw... the Academy is just weird. We They're know. weird folk. We know
4: okay. that they
2: are. Anybody got else anything to say on this, or time to move on? I don't
4: think I have anything else
2: to uh,
0: say. I think we're good, right? Because I do
2: got two more if you want me to bring those up.
4: Sure.
2: Okay, we're going to go... To the year of 2000, I've seen the one that won best picture. I think this was 2005 for 2004. Okay. I could be wrong. Oh, no, wait. No, 2006 for 2005.
3: Oh, Thank I know you. where we're going with this.
2: You know where we're going with this?
4: Oh, okay. All right. Thinking.
2: Okay. Hemsley and Justin, I need your opinions on this. Yes. Crash.
3: Ah. Um. Huh. I have seen Crash. Uh Justin, have you seen it? I've
1: seen scenes.
3: It's not uh, terrible, yeah. but it's not that good either, and it's not worthy of best picture.
2: I've seen Crash you, you have
1: one. Munich you have Capote you have Brokeback Mountain
2: Brokeback Mountain I haven't seen but the big question was cuz of Brokeback Mountain subject matter because it had to do with two gay men yeah the academy even Paul Haggis who directed Crash he even said Brokeback
1: Mountain should have won. It's not even the best movie called Crash. Oh, there's like another movie called Crash? Yeah, it's a David Cronenberg movie.
2: Gotta see that. Have you seen... Uh, actually,
1: seen... you might not want to. It's about people with the fetish of getting into car accidents. Oh, that sounds
3: disturbing. No, yeah, disturbing. I've heard about it, and uh, it doesn't sound like something I want to watch, but maybe. Maybe
4: one oh, time. don't forget about yeah, The Night Good Luck as well during this. I was actually
3: going to talk about that in
2: a second. Um,
4: McCartney is well. Capote. A...
2: Has anyone seen Capote? I saw this in a film class. I have not. I have not. I've seen it. It's, it's about him writing in Cold Blood. Hmm. And him actually talking to the killers.
1: Oh, wow. I just know of the one scene where he's bringing bagels to that one woman. Yes. That's the only scene I know of it. And the
2: execution scene is very hard to watch. Hmm. And good night and good luck. This is about Edward R. Murrow and his takedown of Senator McCarthy.
3: That's the one I haven't seen, but I I know I should watch that. I love that one scene when he goes, we cannot let anyone
2: who opposes Senator McCarthy's methods just stay quiet. Good night and good luck. That's the name of the movie! I have not seen Munich. Has anyone in this room seen Munich?
1: So I'm going to be perfectly honest here. I expect nothing less. I haven't seen any of these movies.
3: I well, I do want to just touch on music. I ha- Munich, I haven't seen it. I've been meaning to watch it, but I know it's very long and it's a very difficult subject matter. So I will watch it, but I'll have to be in the right state of mind. Yeah,
2: yeah, but I think because with the main controversy was Crash versus Brokeback Mountain. Yes. Because I think at the end of the day, the Academy made the safe choice.
1: Yeah, because 2008, we were, 2007, we were still uh, in that period where the public opinion on LGBT was not there yet.
2: Hmm. Like, a majority of Americans, and Matt's our data guy. Yeah. Matt loves data. Um, I do. But correct me if I'm wrong, a majority of Americans didn't support gay marriage to like, what, 2010, 2011?
4: Something, Something like,
3: like that. that, yeah. And actually, so, when this um, Oscars happened, the only state where gay marriage was legal was Massachusetts. Wow. Yeah. And that's where, where that famous is. bumper sticker, don't blame
2: me, I'm from
3: Massachusetts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll blame you for other things, but we won't blame you for
3: that. Hmm. I've seen Brokeback Mountain, and it's a pretty good movie. Although, I honestly don't think it's Best Picture worthy, either. I would
4: Mm -hmm.
3: probably pick it over Crash, though. Um,
4: This was probably, like, what? One of the weakest Best Picture nominations?
3: Well, I don't want to comment on the other three, because I haven't seen those. Um, Right. So...
2: Anyway, yeah. So that's my, and then my. Who's ready for my last pick? Let's
4: do it. Let's finish, Let's wrap this thing.
2: You know what? Let's bring this home with a tail as old as time.
4: Oh, oh, really? We're going with that one. Yeah, but well, what were you expecting? I didn't expect that. Ninety-two. Yeah, the nineteen
2: ninety-two for nineteen ninety-one. Not three. Yeah, this is confusing, JT. We yeah, oh, not no, your fault. But JT Silence JT of the Lambs computer. is good. Just don't. No, but I I don't want to mock Silence of the Lambs here. But you know, how crazy would it have been? Beauty and the Beast, a Oscar, a animated film would have won Best Picture. How crazy would that would have been? I just want that never
4: happened that. though, did it? What? That never
2: happened, though. Nope. But Silence of the Lambs, I'll give it credit because they this they none nobody in that movie was a first choice. Mm. I think Robert De Niro was actually their first choice to play Hannibal Lecter. Wow. Really,
1: I, would that thought he, but- I, I, I thought they would continue with Brian Cox if anything.
3: Mm
1: but um yeah and also jfk
2: which i still have to watch well, Me too. Too. but it's like 60 hours long
4: <laughs> so yeah. longer than Lawrence of arabia is what you're telling
2: you. i was being facetious okay but um yeah how crazy would it been if beauty and the beast won best picture that year
4: been crazy. Crazy!
1: That would have been pretty crazy.
4: I mean, but Bill, but put the lotion on the skin. You poke, you take the lotion out of the well. <laughs>
2: huh. Oh. Silence and lambs. Yeah. yeah, we've been going for a while. My brain's like turning into mush.
4: I, I think this is the, what do you guys think? Is this the best time to cease?
3: Yes. I do want to do one more. Okay, one, we got more. one more. Let's look at let's look at this year's um nominations.
4: Oh, that's okay. Oh, yes.
3: So uh In one,
1: yeah, year. we might
4: as well.
3: And you know what?
4: That's the best Day way to two end for it.
3: March 6th, which hopefully Dr. Hemsley will be here. I don't want to promise anything, but uh but I hope I'm here. Um
4: 24, Mr. Mr. Jahomi. Oh my goodness.
3: It's everything. It's everywhere. Okay.
4: Oh, but that was a good nomination, though. Everything, everywhere all at once.
3: Yeah, I thought that was a great choice for Best Picture.
4: Okay.
3: Um so I've, no. seen, I've seen all 10 of these, and I think Oppenheimer is the best one, and I think it's going to win. Um, and- I've seen half
1: of these so far. I also believe that Oppenheimer is going to win, but I would not be upset if the Holdovers or
3: American Fiction won either.
1: Yeah, yeah I- the
3: Holdovers is very good. Um, American Fiction was also good. Uh, I really like Poor Things a lot. Um, I need to see that not a movie for
4: everyone. My little I'm sister glad. did not like four things. I've only she seen two that. of them,
2: but I think from what I'm seeing, Oppenheimer's going to win.
4: If, um, let's put it in these words. If Oppenheimer does not win Best Picture, the Super Review show will riot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> nah, no we won't.
4: Um, How dare you guys. You guys will not be joining my Oppenheimer should have win riot.
1: We um, might. we we'll see what kind of mood we're in. It depends on what it loses against.
4: For me so if it loses to barbie
3: yeah i'll i'll be
1: then all right i think barbie
3: would cool. be a bad choice
4: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how i join. got join for best listen
1: place. i have nothing against barbie but i just don't think it's best picture material
4: i don't know how that got in there what do you think jt
0: barbie all the way <laughs> For it real? was such a fun movie. I'm just kidding. For real, are you really gonna
4: pick Barbie as best picture?
0: I I no, I'm just I'm just messing around. I I honestly don't know. It's a tough time. It's a, it's gonna be a tough, interesting, year, interesting year for sure. So,
4: But you had to pick one,
0: <laughs> I gotta say Oppenheimer.
3: Hmm.
0: And that's coming from a guy. Who's not like who's not is not the biggest Nolan guy to begin with, but like I mean I did see Oppenheimer's was like whoa so
1: okay so Doc yes here's my question for you yes five of these movies I have seen five of these movies I have not the five I have not seen yet are Zone of Interest Poor Things Past Lives Maestro and Anatomy of a Fall. Of those five, what should I start with?
3: Four things,
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh, followed by Anatomy of a Fall. Those are both good ones, in my opinion. Okay. Um, I found the Zone of Interest very boring, but maybe you would like it. Um, the other whoa, two whoa, that, whoa. You that you mentioned that haven't I, seen I, are I Good News Oh, sorry. I
1: just the synopsis for his own adventures. Yikes. Yeah. It's giving me it's a, uh, boy in Dutch pajamas vibes. Yeah.
3: It's a uh, dark movie, to say the least. Yeah.
1: Definitely I not. I recommend good movie.
3: any of you to see The Holdovers if you haven't seen it.
0: Okay.
1: Such a good movie. Yeah. Such really good.
3: good.
1: I got to take a great Christmas that. movie, too.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And a movie that I think anyone can enjoy. Anyone?
1: But, sir, I don't understand.
3: Well, clearly that's obvious.
1: (laughs) I can't fail this class. Oh, don't sell yourself short quite yet. I'm very sure you can. Oh. (laughs) I loved that movie. I'll have to
4: look into it.
1: It's. A coming of age movie. It's got a pretty bittersweet ending. No, nope. but I think that people in the end are on the the right paths of where they need to be. Mm. I haven't seen, it, so I can't speak for the matter.
4: I get it, but what we'll, again? It's something that we're going to consider.
1: Also directed by Alexander Payne. Um. <laughs> The guy who did Downsizing. Oh, I I hated that movie. I did not like the movie. This one's worthwhile, though.
0: I believe you. Anyone else got anything else? I think I'm good.
2: That's all, folks. In the words of Imagine
0: Dragons,
4: there's nothing else to say now.
0: We want to thank you all for watching, listening, however you enjoyed us. And I so much for tuning in, as always, to our show. I want to thank, first and foremost, Dr. Matt Hemsley for joining Ooh! us tonight. Thank He's you. He's finally back. Yes. It's sick. It was, we uh, hope- it was a great honor. We hope you yeah. come
2: back in two weeks for our Oscar preview show.
0: And Oscar recap as well to help us out with that, too. That'd be really great. Oh, I, and I, I don't normally do this, but thank you so much to Micah, dicker for watching us live oh, tonight my
2: God. My God. we love you micah
0: that
3: yeah. <laughs> i would be on tonight so i'm glad he's watching I,
2: I, it's
0: great to hear from you my, my our, our dear friend thank you All so right, much
2: my dear friend micah thank you so much for watching
0: they, I, I don't know because we do this. we do the show live on youtube first and then we upload the podcast format but they, i appreciate you tuning in that that your comment at the end there was actually very very nice what do you say I'll tell you in a minute when we end, and when we end our show. Um, but thanks so much for watching. I want to thank this panel of people as always for helping me out as always with the podcast. Thanks so much for Bill, Justin, Ali as always and Dr. Ben Hamsley joining us tonight as well. Thanks so much for watching us. So for all of us here at the Superview Show, stay safe. Take, Take care. care and be, be on. Awesome. Sure-
4: oh, I don't know, but happy February.
0: Happy February. We're halfway done.